For what is a man profited if he, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Oof, powerful. So what, what does it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? The fifth one is not having a clear purpose. I believe this scripture is talking about a person who has no purpose. I don't believe having money is wrong. The purpose is what you need to ask yourself. What do you need to do? So this is the question you need to ask. What is my purpose and how can I use money to serve my purpose? But here's where other people get it wrong. Don't make money your making money your purpose. You get it? So some people use their purpose or find their purpose and they figure out how can I use money? Some people make making money their purpose. Don't flip the order. Your purpose is not to make money. I can tell you that for sure. That's not your only aim in life. It shouldn't be. Your purpose is to impact people in some form or fashion. That we all know. Your life is not your own. It's not for you alone. It's to impact other people. So how do you do that? That's something you need to ask God and get clarity on. But I wanted to leave you with this understanding that you will now pursue, attract. If your desire is to build wealth, build wealth by avoiding the route of miserable millions. Instead, create a stress-free success life. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. This is your boy, David D. Simons here. Welcome to another episode of How I Discover My Gift. And I am so, so, so excited to bring this topic to you today. We are going to talk about how to avoid having a miserable millions mindset. How to avoid having a miserable millions mindset. So this episode actually is called How to Avoid Having Miserable Millions and instead enjoy stress-free success. How to avoid having miserable millions and how to instead enjoy stress-free success. You know, I'm learning more and more as I grow and I get older as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, that not all money is good money. Not all opportunities are good opportunities. Not all stress, it's good stress. There is good stress. There are some things and some decisions that we make 
in our lives that we think, oh, well, I'll just do this for now. It's not going to harm me. But those things become compounded. And over time, it becomes worse. And it's harder to break out of that mold. So I, I'm, I'm sharing this from having an, a wonderful experience. So um, this weekend, I had the opportunity at the time of you're listening to this. I don't know. It might not be this specific weekend, but I had the opportunity to take care of my niece, my brother's young uh, daughter, uh, eight months old. And it's been a wonderful experience. I've learned so much about life and so much about myself uh, in taking care of a baby. And one of the things, the first things I realized was you've got to have time to be present as a father, as a mother, you have to have time. And so that brings me to five ways that you can have miserable, avoid having miserable millions, right? Because there are, there are people right now that you see them that are really wealthy millionaires and, I, and I'm not poo-pooing on people that have wealth as you if you've listened to this show I am all about creating wealth creating generational wealth but what I am not about is sacrificing health or family or or love or or purpose to fulfill that right I'm not about that at all never have and never will be so these five things I'm going to share with you are the things that people do to create miserable millions in their lives. And conversely, I'm going to show you the principles to get out of that as well. Because I, I just want to break down this concept of miserable millions because I know what it means, but you may not know what it means. There's money you can make. Imagine making millions and millions of dollars, maybe even billions someday but you're miserable inside outside you don't enjoy your life you don't enjoy your company you don't enjoy what you do you don't enjoy maybe there's some components you enjoy some other components you don't but you have this lack of fulfillment in your life you have this lack of time in your life it can be a variety of things that are happening and to me, that is not worth it. If I'm going to make multi-millions of dollars, I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be um, being pulled here, being pulled there. I want to have my time. I want to have my family. I want to have my freedom. So don't, don't, don't follow every millionaire that you see. Because not every millionaire you see has that time freedom, has that time to spend with their family. Or sometimes some of them don't even want that time with their family, to be honest. But let's break this down. So the first way that causes people to have miserable millions is not being clear of their strongest values. Being here this weekend uh, with my niece sister-in-law got to hang out with my wife as well i realized that my strongest value is freedom i've known this 
But I didn't know it was at the top. And I think it changes as you get older. My strongest, strongest value out of all my values, and I have a lot of them, is freedom. My value may not be your value, but whatever wealth you want to create, it should align with your values. For example, I would never want to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company that's existing right now. Because I don't know if my company will make a Fortune 500, you know, someday. Could be. But I'd never want to be a, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company that's like in the Silicon Valley. Well, I'm not saying this is the case for all of them, but you, you get the stereotypes on this. Where I'm stressed, trying to please investors and um, worried about this, worried about that. Like, I would not want that kind of position. I would not want to be in high stress environments like stock exchange, uh, stock market, like working in the, in in there in actual markets. Just to me, those are very stressful roles, um, and I would my time is tied to the to the investors, to the people, and I don't I don't want that for me. I don't know what yours is, but you need to identify what your maybe your strongest value is family. Um, maybe your strongest value is, so you don't want to do anything that's going to sacrifice your time for family. Maybe yours, that's one of my top, my, my next value. Cause I think freedom and family go hand in hand. So for me, freedom is top, uh, family is after that. Well, why didn't you say God, David? Well, the, the ability to have freedom allows me to serve God and my family. You can be, we have, I'm tapping into something here. You could love God and love your family, but not be free. And you're tied to a job or tied to a business that pulls you away and you're not able to do what you need to do to support them. This is why I believe getting free is going to help me to do all the other things. So that's my why it's my top value. And I realized um, that I don't I don't want to do deals, partnerships. Um, uh, contracts, I don't care what the money is. If I'm not, if there's no freedom to, to be free and enjoy my family, enjoy time and I'm stressed. I don't, I don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's stress in all types of business. I'm not avoiding stress, but I don't want that. If that's, if I have to choose between the two, I'm always going to choose freedom. Forget the money. Number two. Not caring how your money is made. For me, I, I can't I can't make money just to make money. Um, it matters to me how the money is made. We were watching uh, Painkillers, uh, the Netflix special of the story of Purdue and the the Sackler family. Horrible things that they did, killing over three hundred thousand people um, because of drug overdoses on OxyContin. A horrible story. And I know a few people that have experienced Azekad, and that's a whole other story. Now, and overdoses and all that stuff. So, here's the truth. They made billions. But they killed hundreds of thousands of people. They sacrificed lives of so many people. They harmed so many people. I mean, whether you're a pharmaceutical drug dealer or um, street corner drug dealer, like 
those people that do that, whatever, and I'm not just singling those two things out using this example. That's the type of pretty people who are in their those roles. They don't care what they're doing to others. They don't care about the harm they're causing others. They don't care that somebody could lose their life or their health or their family. I care about how my money is made. I want to know that I'm adding value to people's lives. I want to know that I'm doing something ethical. I want to know that I'm in making a difference and an impact that's important to me. So I actually care how my money's made. And I don't mean doesn't mean have to the money has to be evil. Like I'm not going to just jump into a business. The other day I was asked, um, hey, why don't you do life insurance? Because I believe in life insurance. I'm like, nope. It's not it's not my passion, nor do I have any care around it um, to push it to other people. So I and I also don't believe in chasing rabbits, you know, chase two rabbits, you catch none. I believe in chasing one rabbit. So digital marketing, digital media is what I'm focused on. Um, so that's number two. Not caring how your money is made is the fastest way to miserable millions. One of the fastest ways. Not having enough, not having time to enjoy the money you make or who you earned it for. We got to ask ourselves, why do we do what we do anyway? We, we get all this money to do what? To serve the people we love, right? That's why we did this. To serve the people we love. To impact the lives of those around us. So why get all this money and not have any time to spend? I've seen mentors of mine who are, don't get me wrong, I believe in working hard, working on brand or contracts where the client keeps them stressed at night, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., working on this, working on that, trying to appease the client because this client is a huge client. And I get it, I get it, trust me. I believe in serving my clients and I and any my clients know we serve our clients well. But I'm not gonna put that on family. I'm not gonna have a life like that. Right? I don't build my business, and I had to learn this the hard way. I don't build my business around my family. I build my business. See, 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 I want you to I want you to hear, hear this. I don't build my business. I don't build my. I don't. I don't have my family to to operate around my business. I operate my business to be around operate around my family. So, or a better way to say it is a business is a part of my life. It's not my life. My business is not my life. And I don't want my life to be my own, my my business. And I, that's how my, my life was, um, I would say, 2020 and before. 2020, I had a big wake-up call. I had to get some, some therapy, some support to help me get my, my head straight around that. 
I thought my life was my business. So I'm speaking from example. And if I would have hit multiple millions in the way that I was going, I would have been in miserable millions. Because I was stressed. I was panicking. I was on edge. I was anxious. And I wasn't spending time with my, my family. I don't want that for you or anybody listening to this or watching this. So that's why I'm recording this. I think it's important if you do care about your family or your loved ones, your friends. That you recognize that's what you created it for. Not the other way around. So. Not having time to enjoy the money you make. Or who you earned it for. Is a crime to me. The fourth way to make sure you get to miserable millions is not maintaining your health in your journey to building wealth. I'll never forget this experience growing up. My dad used to have an insurance agency, farmer's insurance agency, and he had a partner. Um, but his partner, as, after my dad left the agency, his partner really went hard. I'm talking super hard. And his name is Ken. Ken built up his agency and his insurance agency and he was doing it. He was killing it. I don't know what amount of money he created, but it was a lot. Well, Ken had a heart attack. Ken had a heart attack and he died fairly young. He left behind two beautiful children and a wife. I was a kid, but I remember that. Ken was out of shape Ken was overworking he was stressed he probably had a lot of the things that uh, I had on this list not not having enough time for his family probably wasn't clear on his values and Ken died early prematurely how did Ken die from stress stress was the killer he used to drink he used to eat late he used to abandon his body to create wealth. And in the end, his, his body abandoned him. We all know this, the famous example of Steve Jobs. I'm not saying Steve Jobs died from poor health, poor eating. I don't know what his condition was regarding that area of his life. But I do know that Apple was his priority. And I do know that on his deathbed, he had a realization that health was more important than wealth. His millions of dollars couldn't cure cancer from his body. His millions of dollars couldn't save him from his, from his end. He wish he wish he could trade the time back and pour more into his body, into his health, into his family. There's so many people that are, are like this. We don't hear these stories. We 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 idolize and admire the people that are succeeding on high levels, and I admire them too. But I've learned now: is that person? living a level 10 life 
How's their relationship with their family? What's the time that they have to do the things they love? Do they have some fun in their life? Do they have a good workout routine? They get, they take care of their body. And I, I gotta say, I do have some mentors that have this in order. But I also do know some people in the world that don't have this in order. Number five, it's not having a clear purpose. So I love the scripture. And it, it's Matthew 16, 26. It says, for what is it a, what for what is a man profited if he if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Oof. Powerful. So what what does it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? The fifth one is not having a clear purpose. I believe this scripture is talking about a person who has no purpose. I don't believe having money is wrong. The purpose is what you need to ask yourself. What do you need to do? So this is the question you ask. What is my purpose and how can I use money? to serve my purpose. But here's where other people get it wrong. Don't make money, you're making money your purpose. You get it? So some people use their purpose or find their purpose and they figure out how can I use money? Some people make making money their purpose. Don't flip the order. Your purpose is not to make money. I can tell you that for sure. That's not your only aim in life. It shouldn't be. Your purpose is to impact people in some form or fashion. That we all know. Your life is not your own. It's not for you alone. It's to impact other people. So how do you do that? That's... Something you need to ask God and get clarity on. But I wanted to leave you with this understanding that you will now pursue attract. If you desire it is to build wealth, build wealth by avoiding the route of miserable millions. Instead, create a stress free success life. I encourage you to do that. Wealth without worry. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you gained some value. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. Hit the notification symbol. And let it, leave us a comment. And let us know. You were touched by this. If you're on all our other channels, review. Leave us reviews. This is the way we get this podcast out there to more people. So we can impact more people. God bless you. Catch you in the next episode. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album 
poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it. And I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S, dot com, and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode. How I Discover My Gift with David D. Simons is proud to be of the amazing and illustrious Alive Podcast Network.